This podcast is a publication of the Engineering Management Institute, where we build professional development systems to help engineers and their firms grow. You can now download our recently published AE Industry Trends Report, which contains answers to the following questions. How long will the great resignation last? Are firms still allowing remote work and how is it affecting their productivity? How are successful firms using data to create people-centric cultures? You can find answers to these questions and more in our latest report, which you can download at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It's not easy for us busy geotechnical engineers to keep up with industry trends while keeping up with our engineering work. Therefore, it's our goal at the Geotechnical Engineering Podcast to help you do just that. We strive to keep our listeners informed on important industry topics and also to educate you on interesting technical topics and trends in the geotechnical world. In this episode of the Geotechnical Engineering Podcast, we're doing something different. We're flying solo here. I'll be providing you with five tips that you can use to make the most out of your involvement in professional associations. Now, whether you're building a business or a career, professional organizations can offer opportunities that can accelerate your success, such as networking events, for making new connections, conferences or lectures, for broadening your technical knowledge, and career resources. And these career resources include job listings and resume reviews. But if you aren't actively and effectively engaging in those organizations, these opportunities simply could just pass you by. I'm your host, Jared Green, and I'm excited to be bringing you another episode of the Geotechnical Engineering Podcast. Before we go on here, I'd like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, Tensar International. Here's a message from Tensar about their award-winning software, Tensar Plus, which is available to you at no cost. Check out Tensar Plus, the award-winning design software for construction professionals to design with geosynthetics and calculate their value on projects. Tensar Plus is simple to use with a powerful engineering system at its core. It leverages our decades of research and experience with soils all over the world, so you can count on your solutions working the first time, even in the most difficult conditions. Whether you're designing a crane pad or need to build a temporary road over muck, the cost time, and carbon savings can be calculated, making comparison with alternatives simple. Specs, reports, and product data can be generated for your design, and training resources, research, and our third-party expert reviews are all provided conveniently in the software if needed. Usable both online and offline, the app is available in browser and on all major mobile platforms. Whatever you're working on, Tensar Plus is your toolbox for success. All right, we said we'd give you five tips. So the first tip, choose the best professional organizations to join. Research plays a role in every aspect of your career, including making a strategic choice about where to get involved by analyzing where you need to grow your network. Dory Clark, a marketing consultant and adjunct professor at Duke University's Fakwa School of Business and the author of Entrepreneurial You, Reinventing You and Stand Out, is the one that's responsible for the following quote. It says, for example, if you're an entrepreneur, you may know tons of other entrepreneurs, but you may not know people in your specific industry. 
think about what it is that you do. There are other people that do the same thing that you do. And there are things that you could benefit from spending time with them, or there are things that they can benefit from spending time with you. So choosing the right organization could put you around that right circle of uh, influencers, if you want to call them influencers. One of the goals of joining professional associations should be to broaden your network with people that you'll be interacting with in your career. Don't just join an association for the sake of joining one. You know, if you're just trying to fill your professional resumes with organizations, that is probably not the best way to grow your network. So I would say think about all the professionals you work with, other engineers, architects, real estate developers, contractors, manufacturers, et cetera, and select organizations that will allow you to connect with these types of professionals. And I often suggest that people think about finding an organization with people that are like-minded, obviously, but also people that are in your age group especially for the younger folks out there. A number of organizations have younger member groups or younger member forums. And so this allows you to interact with people from other companies and other walks of life in the industry that have something that's in common with you. You're early stages of your career, growing your careers together. So that's something to keep in mind. So choose the best professional organizations to join. Tip number two, build relationships and grow your community. Now, this may sound simple. Actually, each one of these may sound a little simple, but challenge yourself to put them into action. And, and that's when you'll see the real power here. But uh, almost every professional association brings people and companies together that have shared interests. And many of these are potential customers, vendors, and industry peers. And what better way to build relationships in order to build your business and grow your brand than to use the association's member site to find people to connect with? Don't just look them up and add them to an email list, but pick up the phone. Yes, we can still pick up the phone and we can call people. Pick up the phone and call people that you would like to get to know better. Let them know that you share the same professional interests through the association by sending them a personal email and asking them to set up a time to talk. You could do this virtually, you could do it in person, depending on your comfort level and of course, where people are. And if you live in the same area or you plan to be at the same event, reach out and suggest a meeting. I often find that at conferences, when I know I'm going to a conference in another town or another uh, state or even another country, I use that as an opportunity to connect with people that I know there, right? Or that I would like to get to know better. So that's something to keep in mind. And in the world of engineering, it's important to build relationships with other engineering and consulting professionals, as a lot of times on projects, your firm will work with other firms or public entities, which can make these experiences better. So it's always great when you have somebody on the other side of the table that you know, whether you're sharing good news, or you're sharing bad news, it's always good to have somebody there that knows you or that you know, that can always help, would rarely hurt. And also as engineers, when we grow our careers, we're mostly, you're going to be asked to conduct business development activities at some point in your career. And your network will dictate your ability to drive business to your firm. And this often does have a correlation towards the advancement in your career. So just something to keep in mind. And when I think about what's been my experience of growing my network through associations, I think that one of the earliest professional organizations that, that I became a part of when I started as an engineer was the Deep Foundations Institute. I remember they had a call for professionals. This is going back almost 20 years ago. There was a conference in New York City and I was working in New York at the time. They sent an email out to the industry and said, you know, we're looking for volunteers that want to help out with this conference is coming up. The conference is going to be two years in the making. From a planning standpoint, I raised my hand or virtually raised my hand. I responded to the email. I came to a meeting. And I remember when I came into that room, 
I looked at the, it was the longest boardroom table I had ever seen at that point in my career. And I see all these design professionals and contractors and manufacturers and consultants. And I was like, probably one of the youngest people on the room. And I said, man, am I in the right place? Like, why didn't I raise my hand for this? And I was a little intimidated at first, to be completely honest. But as I saw how people interacted, how people got along, I felt a little more comfortable and raised my hand for some of the things. I took responsibility for some of the aspects of what was going to happen in that conference. And from there, I started to have friends, right? (laughs) Friends within this organization, what you would call friends within an organization is networking. So those associations and some of those friendships that started back, again, that's two decades ago, I'm still very close with, with a number of those individuals. And we provided opportunities for one another over the years. So I'd say that you can't go wrong (laughs) if you're looking to build relationships and grow your community. And again, so choose the best professional organizations to join and then build relationships and grow your community. Tip number three, learn. Each professional association has resources available to you as a member. Take time to learn what they are and specifically what programs they offer. Some associations are good at overwhelming you with everything they have as soon as you join. So sometimes you have to slow it down yourselves, right? But chances are you might miss or forget new offerings they introduce over time. So take time to contact someone in their member services department or that wing of the organization or or check the association's website and get acquainted with their offerings. What things do they offer? What committees do they have? What working groups do they have? What volunteers are they looking for? As you look through there, you'll often see something that aligns with what your passions, skills, and gifts are. Do they have safety, compliance, or code information that you can use in your daily professional uh, work? Or will they be an advocate for you when it comes to industry standards? You can also look for educational resources that they offer you or your employees or your colleagues. Sign up to receive industry news that you want to stay on top of. Follow them on social media platforms. And here's a bonus tip. When you see news about a prospect or an existing customer, share it with them via email or social media or a phone call. The association does the work and you get the credit for sharing the information with your client. What are we doing here? We said tip one was choose the best professional organizations to join. Tip two, build relationships and grow your community. Tip three, learn. Tip four, share with others. Professional associations may have individual or company memberships, but either way, if you're a member or the primary contact, who else in your organization can benefit from the resources that the association offers? Sales may not know anything about safety and compliance. Accounting may not know about education and training. Marketing may not know about the networking and professional development opportunities. So it could be an opportunity for you to take full advantage of your membership by getting all departments in your company involved when it makes sense, of course. Your training manager, your safety manager, your marketing manager, and salespeople will be, they'll thank you, and the value for being a member will increase substantially. Choose the best professional organizations to join. Build relationships and grow your community. Learn, share with others. And last but not least, Number five, tip five, prepare for conferences and conventions in advance. Don't just show up. For many members of professional organizations, an annual conference or convention can be the pinnacle of networking opportunities. Strategic planning can improve your success at these larger gatherings. 
Many conferences publish a list of attendees and speakers in advance. Review those lists and decide ahead of time, who do you want to meet with? Who do you want to spend time with? You can look at the schedule for coffee breaks and email the individuals that you want to meet with or set up time to catch up with them. And by telling someone you've been following their work or you have something in common, you have a much better chance of success than just hoping you'll run into the right people. Follow up with these people by sending an email thanking them for meeting you. Hook up with them on LinkedIn and send them some helpful resource material if you come across it. Active participation in a professional organization takes time, but that time can be valuable when it leads to deeper connections with others and it helps you progress your business goals. So hopefully something here finds a lodging place in what you're doing professionally. These are goals, uh, these are tips, I should say, that have helped me over my years. And I hope that something here is helpful for you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. Please feel free to go to Geotechnical Engineering Podcast com, where you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, that being episode 58, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. Until next time, we wish you the very best in all your geotechnical engineering endeavors. Peace. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to download the latest version of our AE Industry Trends Report to get answers to the questions that you want to ask your staff, but you may be afraid to do so. How long will the great resignation last? How long should you allow employees to work remotely? And how are successful firms using data to grow sustainably for the long term? You can learn the answers to these questions and more by downloading the report at Institute dot org.